some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And welcome to the season finale of We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept, two best buddies That's Abby and myself, watch buddy movies And then we compare the movie friendship to our own This week we are going about it in a very thematic way I didn't know what I was going to say there Yeah, I was like, where's this going? I said said like one wrong word and then I decided It just tumbled, it just sort of was a cascade of nonsense It was very assertive though, so It was, exactly Well, speaking of a cascade of nonsense The movie this week is... 1986's Three Amigos, yes. starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. Yep. And it is a lot of nonsense, which it, luckily it is just my flavor of nonsense. Very silly movie. Very silly. But before we get into it, it's our we made it through another season. We did it. We did it. We did no it. No thanks to you. <laughs> It's amazing. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, th- this podcast is a labor of love for Abby and I. And we were just talking before uh, we got on we, we got on the air or the recording, whatever the hell the, the podcast version of <laughs> the, the airwaves. We got on the airwaves here at W. We're too old for this podcast. <laughs> now stay tuned for the James gang. In the shock jocks. <laughs> um, we were just talking about how cool it is when people tell us that they listen to the podcast and they like it and it and it's like yeah we, we it's just two of us like there's no producer there's no editor there's no network it li- literally is just abby and me doing this for no good reason no good reason at all <laughs> and and to be fair you are the one who is editing all the things I do the brunt of the technical yeah. work, but but I mean, it would not be, you know, it's the two of us. We, we It's just, it's a labor of love of two people is yes. the point. So everybody that listens last season and this season, it is so appreciated and yes. makes us feel so good and it makes so worth it. So um, thank you. We, I just want to top of the show. Thank you all for listening. We're going to try to do more. Um, I think, you know, like I said, the amount of hours it takes, it takes a surprising amount of hours to make yeah, this nonsense. Really yeah. And uh, so it really is about about fitting that into our lives. But it's not that, you know, we're ending the season not because we don't love it or don't want to do more. It's just a matter of uh, making it all work. So we do we do intend to do more of these. Um, yeah. Right, speak right, for right, yourself. <laughs> I, we'll see. We'll just see about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, we will see about that indeed. We'll see how this one it's goes. All, it's, it's, I, I sign Abby to a one-show contract yeah. every, every t- at the beginning of the episode, and it, it is, it's a coin flip, what, coin flip whether we make it through the, uh, the, the actual episode, never mind the season. Yeah. So let's jump into, uh, well, before we jump into, man, I am, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's, I feel like it's like we're, we're seniors and it's like May, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so like senioritis. Yeah, we already got into college. Doesn't matter what we do. Um, but before we get into the three amigos, why don't maybe help? It would be helpful. <laughs> yes, would it? If, yes, if we maybe introduce each other for folks who don't know us. Sure, I think you should introduce me first at the season finale. Okay, I know because I, I know you're you. gonna. I know you're prepared. I know you're gonna do it really well. <laughs> yes, thank you for setting me up for mm-hmm. such success. So. This is my good friend, Abby Barrett. She is a singer. 
She is a songwriter. She is a uh, uh, singing bush. Mm, so many questions around that one, but let, let's re- let's go back to that one. Yeah, uh, she is a spangled mariachi suit wearer. True, Very and true. she is the son of a motherless goat. That is also true. These are all three amigos references, yep. which yes. we will be hitting later. Are you? Would you consider yourself the singing bush? I think um, you know depends on. Was that when, your nickname? You know, if it's bathing suit season, <laughs> that's sort of you know. That's a real, uh, you know. Makes, real issue? Yeah, it's a real issue, you know. <laughs> so in the wintertime, yes. Summertime, not as much. <laughs> well, there we go. There we're learning go. all about We're learning all about we're, Abby's group. You're learning things you didn't want to know. <laughs> so why don't you introduce me and then try to keep my pubes out of it? I will, I will do no such thing. Um, Brendan, make no such promises. Brendan Boogie is a filmmaker. He is a podcast editor. He is a <laughs> musician. He is a showrunner for a show mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Runners. Um, runners. Showrunners. Yeah, runners is the show. Yep. Yeah. And he is a um, donkey trainer. <laughs> and he is a figment of my imagination. <laughs> it's so funny because usually they lose steam as you go because you should quit earlier. But you're like... No, I think I got another one I'm in like, me. I'm like, I'm going to ramp this up. And I'm going to ramp this up. But actually, Figment of My Imagination, that might be my favorite one yet, way you've ever described me. It's like, hi, this is Brendan. He's a Figment of My Imagination. Yeah, like, I don't actually think he really exists. <laughs> well, the imagination, it's, it's funny you bring up imagination because they certainly had a lot of imagination in, in, in dreaming up this silly oh, movie. Oh, boy. What a, what a wild ride. It was. It was quite silly. The Three Amigos. Um, so maybe why don't we go through the movie with one of your famous Abby Barrett recaps. Here we go. Um, so we start in 1916, and there's this uh, bandit, El Guapo, and his gang who are collecting protection money from the local town. It's this Mexican village of Santo Poco. Santo Poco. Uh, Santo Poco. And Carmen, who is one of the residents, um, a beautiful damsel, sees a silent movie about heroes called The Three Amigos, and she's thinking that they're real heroes. So Carmen sends them a telegram to Hollywood offering them money to help save her village. And what she doesn't know is that the three amigos are actually actors. And this includes Lucky Day, played by Steve Martin, Ned Niederlander, played by Martin Short, and Dusty Bottom, played by Chevy Chase, who have just been fired from the Hollywood studio. Mr. Flugelman says you're not to come back on this lot ever. Look, boys, I know show business. Something always turns up. Telegram for the three amigos. Three Amigos, Hollywood, California. You are very great. 100,000 pesos to come to Santa Poco, put on show stop. The infamous El Guapo. What does that mean, infamous? Oh, Dusty. <laughs> infamous is, is when you're more than famous. This man, El Guapo, is not just famous, he's infamous. I uh, one of my favorite comedy things, and Martin Short does it in a genius level, which is with just that line, is the arrogant, stupid guy. Yes, like I just, I just love, like, oh, you silly, and then like he's totally wrong. It's, I, it's, 
so terrific. Yeah, I feel like there's there's people who do it well, like Martin Short, definitely. Will Arnett is great at the arrogant, Will stupid Arnett, guy. The, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Zach Galifianakis yep. does very good, like, arrogant and just an idiot. Total confidence, total idiot. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. I love it. Now, they're, they're si- they play silent movie um Silent movie stars in this. I wish you'd be a silent movie star. Well, too bad we're on a podcast, so that wouldn't really work. See? I wish, I wish you were a silent movie in a silent movie, so I wouldn't have to hear your mouth. Um, I wish you would um, shut the fuck up before. Right? I don't know. This is turning into a Boston accent. Uh, yeah, I was trying to it? do like old timey, and it was just like You're immediately like, I'll fucking fuck yeah. you up in Dorchester. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of silent movie porn, I noticed. Do you think you'd be a good silent movie porn star? How would you even search for that, though? You would Google silent movie porn. Oh, did you try this already? I bet you did. No, I, I do my research. I do, Because I'm thinking this is a good career choice for you because, you know, you could have all the benefits, you know, because, you know, you're not bad to look at, but once the fucking mouth Oh, opens, yeah, no, you don't want to hear me. You don't, you don't want to hear my opinions. I'm just a dame. <laughs> I feel like silent porn would be preferable, just generally. Like, really? I don't want to hear like some like greasy dude grunting. Yeah, I think I need the audio. I mean, I'm not gonna really? lie to you. I think, I th- yeah, I think the audio adds to the adds to the uh, overall experience. Would you like if it was just audio, like an old timey radio show porn? Uh, I don't know. Maybe see. I can, sound again, effects I would be great. I think that's our next podcast. Again, okay. I think, you know, when as we run out of steam on the old buddy movie thing, we're like, old-timey porn. Yeah, a lot of like, ooga, ooga. Ooga, check out those gams. 23 skidoo. <laughs> honka, honka. Those are knockers. Honka, honka. Oh, you, you were honking on those knockers? Yeah, I was honking on those knockers. <laughs> All right, so they're thinking this is like this paying showbiz gig. So the three amigos go down to Santo Poco and arrive at um, a bar and the locals are super nervous around them because they think that these the three amigos are actually these dangerous gunfighters um, they are not and the amigos think that people are nervous because of their stardom so they try to put them at ease with a song and dance right. we're going to do a little number for you but remember we're a bit rusty so bear with us just like the old days alright maestro My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Dear little buttercup, won't you stay a while? Come with me where moonbeams paint the sky. And you and I might linger in the sweet by and by. And it goes on from yes. there. <laughs> Really does. <laughs> the, of course, the 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 key to that scene is the reaction of the townsfolk. Yeah, they're terrified. Who have no idea, have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So Martin Short, um, you're if you you're the opposite of Martin Short, as in you're Martin Tall. Oh boy! Wow! I'm so glad this is our last show ever. <laughs> Of the season. It's our last show of the season. Don't you think it'd be funny if your name, since you're freakishly tall, if your name was Abby Short, so everyone could have a good laugh every time you It'd be like super ironic. Yeah. You don't don't you want to have an ironic name? Wouldn't you be, it'd be funny if you were called like Brendan Smart? Uh, 
Because that would be ironic. And everyone would have a good laugh. They're like, get a load of the dumb guy. His last name is Smart. <laughs> Zing. I love when I tee you up, Barrett. I'm going to miss this. I know. I'm just, I'm I, gonna really, miss I just hit this. it out of the park every time. <laughs> every time. Just. You never do, you, you never do improv that just goes nowhere. No, I always do improv that goes somewhere. <laughs> somewhere really exciting. I'm, I'm pushing the boundaries of this art. You are. You're pushing the boundaries of comedy. Yep. You're pushing it to the point where it's almost can't be considered a comedy. Yeah, I'm pushing it like off a cliff so that it yes. dies. Yeah, a terrible, exactly. horrible death. Exactly. So El Guapo's men arrive at the village, you know, ready to like be jerks. And the three amigos are there. To, <laughs> they're ready to show up and just be jerks. They're just going to be jerks with their guns and their taunts. Um, and the three amigos like basically put on a show because that's what they think they're there for. Eating dogs, you scum-sucking pigs, you sons of a motherless goat. Son of a motherless goat? And who are you? Wherever there is injustice, you will find us. Wherever there is suffering, we'll be there. Line. Wherever liberty is threatened, you'll... Wherever liberty is threatened, you will find... The Three Amigos! And then they run around on horses and gallop and shoot their fake guns. Yeah, and with their shiny outfits. It's Son of a Motherless Goat is something, again, I, I was, you know, this is 1986, so yep. I was a little kid when it came out, and calling each other Son of a Motherless Goat was pretty, you know, pretty common. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something that we... You know, you gotta you gotta remember, kids out there. Before memes, all we had was movie quotes. Oh God, it was kind of. I mean, it was kind of the best of times and the worst of times. Right, but yeah. like movie quotes, if you just go, "You son of a motherless goat," I mean, that went over big on the playground. Yeah, definitely. What's your favorite kind of insult? You know, maybe at, either, at that age, either. Yeah, or now, like, what's one that you just like? Oh, I really love that one. I really love that kind of insult. Oh man, um, that is a good question. I just want to say like really bad words instead. I'll, I'll wait all day. I'll wait all day. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's see. Um, I would think maybe just calling someone a big dummy. That's like my favorite. It's like really mean. <laughs> you know, I feel bad when I say it, but you know, you I'm really say, mad should, at that point. You should feel bad. My friend Nate, who uh, who is a, a comedy genius at times, uh, one thought it would be funny if he started a rumor that Brendan gets really mad when you call him a turkey. <laughs> How old were you guys? Oh, this was like a couple years ago. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, he, so he was sort of like, he thought it'd be funny, like, hey, you turkey. And he, and he thought it'd be funny if he just spread a rumor. He's like, whatever you do, Brendan's pretty easygoing, but don't call him a turkey. Yeah. He really loses his shit to see if people come up and call me a turkey. And then you just be like, okay. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I just like lose my shit if someone called me a turkey. Did people believe him? Uh, I, I never got called a turkey, so probably not. Okay. But maybe it's still going. I'm sure he's into the long game, so he's probably still spreading that rumor. Yeah. Someday it's going to come up to roost, as it were. Right. <laughs> See, birds, oh, ba turkey. Barrett's on fire. Woo! Buckle up. <laughs> All right. So hearing of the Amigos, El Guapo himself brings a much bigger gang to the village and the three amigos try their act again, but El Guapo's men are basically like, what the fuck? And they actually shoot Lucky and he is not too happy about it. Oh, great. 
real bullets. Oh, well. I'll keep this. You're in a lot of trouble, mister. <laughs> it's real. What? Uh, this is real. You mean... Yes. They are going to kill us. <laughs> fake crying so it was funny like a lot again you know pulling clips for this movie there are a lot of great lines but so much of the humor is in facial expressions yeah that like and i think it's probably because they are playing silent movie actors that they really kind of leaned into that oh, but that's there's true. so yeah. there's a great bit where with uh where they're on horses and they're out of water and like lucky <laughs> has like one drop of water in his canteen Ned has just sand in his canteen yeah. for no reason. And then uh, Dusty just like, you know, takes a little water and just pours it all out, then pulls out some lip balm. Yeah, he's he goes, like completely lip hydrated. Balm? Yeah. And it's like, it's a great bit. But of course, you know, can't do it on the on the podcast because it's a completely visual bit, but wanted to shout it out. Yes. And people should watch the movie. Just They should watch it. If know. you haven't seen Three Amigos, you should watch Three Amigos. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I, it's, I have probably a different opinion about it than you do but we can always talk about that it well it's it's funny that like you know when i was doing research you know someone like kind of you know you know how you have like reviews or whatever on the imdb page or whatever it is and someone's like okay you should watch this movie but be warned it's really stupid (laughs) yeah like like it's it's if you don't like silliness don't want you know so that's what i like about it is it's just so it's just so stupid it doesn't try to be anything, but yeah, it's really, silly. really silly. Yeah, and I'm a very serious person, so you are a very serious person, so yeah. you uh, you didn't like that. Um, so the three amigos they run away, but then they have a change of heart and they decide to come back and be real heroes. And they rescue Carmen from El Guapo and give a pep talk to the village. In a way, all of us have an El Guapo to face someday. For some, shyness might be their El Guapo. For others, a lack of education might be their El Guapo. For us, El Guapo is a big dangerous guy who wants to kill us. But as sure as my name is Lucky Day, the people of Santa Poco can conquer their own personal El Guapo, who also happens to be the actual El Guapo. We want to defend ourselves, but how? By using the skills and the talents of the people of Santa Poco. This is not a town of weaklings. You can turn your skills against El Guapo. What is it that this town really does well? We can sew. There you go. You can sew. Ah. If only we had known this earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Another great line. Yeah, Chevy Chase's face in that that whole speech, too, where, like, he's like, as sure as I am lucky day, and he's just, like, rolling his eyes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, there's some great face. uh, Face work. Great face acting. There's some great face work. Yeah, face work. 
What is uh what's your El Guapo, Abby? Um, I would say probably um let's see, is it the chronic back pain or is it the um fear of heights or is it the um crippling um sense of doom or <laughs> I don't know, those are, those are just a three. What about yeah, you? Quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, you're, you're my El Guapo. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you and Injustice. I can't tell which one bothers me more. Well, like, I am Injustice. injustice. Yeah. I embody Injustice. <laughs> you, you embody Injustice in all of, in all of its forms. Exactly. Um, so the people of Santa Poco sew three amigos outfits to confuse El Guapo, and they defeat the gang, and the three amigos give back the reward money and ride off into the sunset. The end. The end. Sunset's always wow. the end. Sunset's always the end. I gotta say, as we t- as we ride off into the sunset of this season, I knew that was coming. That was an ec- well. Aren't you the fucking soothsayer? Get your crystal ball out there, Barrett. I was about to give you a compliment. Oh yeah, that it was. It was a it was a fine Abby Barrett recap. But now I'm having second thoughts. Well, you're just lying anyway. You're just humoring me. <laughs> That's also my El Guapo believing compliments. <laughs> So what is your so out there, listener? What is your El Guapo? Not listening it to us anymore? That doesn't make any sense. No. But in our next segment, <laughs> wow! Look, not all the segues work. I'm doing this on the fly, people. It's a lot of work, people. Can't write. It's a lot. Can't write them all out. You know. Can't write them all out. You just got to make shit just, up as you go. Exactly. So the next part of the show is when we compare who has the better friendship: Lucky Day, Ned Niederlander, and Dusty Bottom. Or Brendan Boogie and Dirty Bottom, a.k.a. Abby Barry. <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> we'll find out next. next. Are friends better than buddies or buddies better than friends? What about pals? It's food for thought. And now a word from our sponsor. Brendan, have you ever heard the expression hat on a hat? Yes, actually, I have. Hat on a hat means like when you're, it's when, it's when you're writing comedy and there's something that's already funny and you're trying to make it more funny. So the idea is like, oh, you, it's like a hat on a hat. You have a funny hat on, you put another funny hat on, it's not as funny. So the idea is that if you do too much, it's not as funny. Well, the good people at Hat on a Hatify disagree. They believe that nothing is funnier than a hat on a hat and they've created an app to prove it. They cre- they created an app. Yeah, it's awesome. So you basically download this app, Hat on a Hatify. Yeah. Um, and whatever hat you're wearing in the moment, or what hat you're gonna wear, it comes up with another hat to put on top of that hat that is guaranteed to add to the overall funniness of your hat. So you you come up with a hat, and then Hat on a Hatify comes up with another hat that makes that hat funnier. Yes. I don't understand. Do you want... We could demonstrate it? Yeah, please, okay. please. Okay, so... This, sound, this sounds really stupid. It, I'm not going to lie. Well, it's not. It's pretty awesome. Okay, all right. So, like, uh, give me a hat. Uh, well, right now, I'm wearing a scally cap, Okay, so. so let me get the app. Okay, so result is 1978 Montreal Expos cap. On top of the scally cap. Exactly. I... Uh, okay. I mean, I think that's pretty funny. I guess. Like, how about how about a how about a Viking helmet? Okay, it'd be funnier than that. Okay, beanie formerly worn by a monkey. Okay, that's all right. I can see why a beanie on top of it. Right, right. Like, how about a classic pork pie hat? You can't beat that. Can't add to that. Let's find out. One of those double beer helmets, but filled with tapioca pudding. That is funnier. That is funnier. I mean, come on. That's I, funny. I think I gotta stump this thing. How about Abraham Lincoln's top hat? Okay, tall order. Hold on. Abraham Lincoln's 
other top hat. On top of the top hat? Exactly. You know what? I'm convinced. Hat on a hat. Of, I, I don't really see how much practical use this app has, but it, it, it does come up with funny hats. It's fun. I mean, honestly, the, I think the, the comedy is almost priceless. It, it, yeah, it is know? almost priceless. But it's actually, this app is, is totally worth it for just $79 a month. $79 a month. Yeah. And it comes up with hat ideas. Who's going to tell you what other hat to put on top of your hat, Brendan? I, I mean, I, I guess I suppose it's worth $79 a month. I think it is. Thank you to the good people of Hat on a Hatify yes. for sponsoring this podcast. Yes, thank you. My God. One of us means it. I've got a friend in my buddy. And my buddy's got a friend in me. Welcome back to We're Too Old for This Podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am El Guapo. Yes. You know what that means? That means the handsome. It sure it? does. Yeah. Like handsome, cute. Yeah. yeah, that's me. Yeah. Hey, you that shaved. We can, I did. We can I see sh- your beautiful face. And, and and you shaved too. We can see I you're did. beautiful. I did. I did leave um a, like one of those soul patches. Soul patches because it's very yeah. 90s. Yeah. There's only like three hairs though, but they're very wiry. <laughs> And they're very, and they're shock of white. Yeah, and they but they know jazz, man. They fucking know jazz. <laughs> Each little hair is like a little Miles Davis. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a high note in this fucking podcast. Oh my god! Oh my god, Abby! Oh my god! So this is the segment of the show where we ostensibly talk about our friendship versus the friendship of the three amigos. So maybe it would be helpful uh, for people if they knew how it is exactly that we met. Sure. Um, Well, like a lot of people don't know this, but back in the day before CGI and before they even used um, real horses, because, you know, this whole movie is, it's basically a Western. It's a Western. You know, Western. There's there's a lot of horseback. Horses everywhere. But so before CGI, before they Mm -hmm. used real horses, they used like humans, and humans right. who would dress as a horse with, mm-hmm. you know, one playing the front and then one effectively playing like the horse's ass. The rear of the yeah. horse, yes. Um, and at the time, you and I hadn't met, but we were both freelance horse actors, as they're called. Right, um, exactly. Sometimes they call pony players. That's sort of like mo- right, more colloquial, right. but... Right, or or hackters. Hackters, yep, yep. That's sort <laughs> yes, of like a little... Right. That's more of like a West Coast thing. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. Um, and so we, we were put on a job together, um, and I played the front, obviously, because I have the longer neck, mm-hmm. and you, you played the horse's bottom, because you're just good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. And we, um, you know, we bonded. We were amazing, that, that movie, and uh, we That's soon true. became the best horse actors in the business. Best horse, best horse, best actors. Best actors. actors. Best pony players. Yeah. Most best mm-hmm. pony players in in the biz. In the biz, it's a, it, it was interesting because like we both showed up as uh, the rear of the horse. Yes, and we and we both showed up as the rear of the horse, and there was sort of this discussion over who, you know, can we have a horse with two rears? Is is that accurate? Because the director had never seen a horse before, right? So he was kind of relying on us to give him the horse facts and like yeah. horse accuracy or as it's called accuracy accuracy you remember our business name it was um i don't know if you remember this it was main stage main horses yeah, main great. stage right i know i do remember that yeah. now now that now that you pointed out i do remember yeah but then you know they so, started using real horses and we were out of business we were out of business yeah. we had to get into our life of crime and then podcasting yeah 
That's how we met. It's completely Man, true. That's how we met. True story. True every story. time it's a true story. It's we every even if when it's different, it's totally true it's all story. True. So one of the questions we ask is which one of us is which amigo? So which one of us is the lucky day, which mm-hmm. is Steve Martin? Which one of us is the Ned Nederlander, which is Martin Short? And which one of us is the Dusty Bottom? What do you think? Well, so here we have the uh, thruple. So this is always a difficult. It's, a it's always a difficult. Yeah, comparison. we have done thruples before mm-hmm. on this show, and it always be, it, it's a little harder. But we're up to the task. Yeah. We're up to the challenge to to kind of assign a, a thruple or assign one of the thruple to us. Yeah, I'm gonna say I am going to eliminate Dusty Bottoms, Chevy Chase's character. He okay. he as a character is sort of like the least. He's sort of like along for the ride. I feel like he's more um his comic relief is sort of like the funny faces and the sort of eye rolling. Um and right. there's a scene with him, this woman's obviously hitting on him and he like doesn't mm-hmm. get it. Has no idea. Yeah. But I feel like the I wanna I wanna kiss you in the ver- in the veranda. I wanna kiss you in the veranda. He, like the mouth he, mouth lips will be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I think that Martin Short's character and Steve Martin's character are the ones who are kind of making more of the decisions. So that's what I'm gonna compare us to. Okay, go ahead. And I think that probably you are the Steve Martin. Lucky day. I am lucky day. You're lucky day, and I think that I am Martin Short's character, who is Ned mm, Niederlander. Ned Niederlander, yeah. yes. Do you, is there is there any particular reason why? I think Steve Martin's sort of like driving the train, like, we're going to go, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then Ned is sort of like, okay, I guess so. But then he really pulls through in the end, much like this gotcha. podcast. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> See, I think I went with uh, I'm the Ned Niederlander. Okay, all right. Because I am sort of the boyish, wide-eyed dreamer. Oh, okay, okay. Of of the group, and uh, you, I put you as Dusty Bottom. Oh, because you are the uh, sardonic, uh, sarcastic uh, dead Dip- weight. Okay, yeah, that's that tracks also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I am dead weight, but. So that that's that's the good that's the good uh, thing about a thruple is that we can kind of go a lot of different ways with it which is what makes the show so magical yes i mean it's that you never you never know there's layers and nuance <laughs> we're like shape-shifting you know it's we just are. keep up people <laughs> there is please keep yeah. up if you're having trouble keeping yeah. up the cl- the cliff notes are available yeah. via mail order yeah. but you should probably go back and listen to all the other episodes to just catch That's up true. a little bit just catch up for sure yeah. so the the three amigos have uh they're they're in showbiz and they they're sort of thrown together uh or who knows how they got together but they're they're a trio uh, they're showbiz friends and you and I are in showbiz in a way you know you're a musician I'm a filmmaker and we have been in situations where we're sort of thrown in with a bunch of people to either make a film or make an album or be in a band or perform together and it be, the friendships that sort of arise from that are very – they can be fleeting, which is, a, is always a surprise. Like, have you had that experience where you sort of have like, oh, my God, I was really good friends with this person while we were doing music together, and then they're just gone? Yeah, and I think it's such a like – it's like you're this creative process that you're in, and so there's like – you're already bringing emotions to it, so it can feel very much like, oh, my God, like – like we're we're so close we're so close yeah and then but it's also like you're working with people who also have their own 
dreams about where they want to go. So as soon as those diverge, you don't really, you know, more or less. I mean, I feel like the at least the players that I play with now are would be like ride or die. Like those are. Yeah, but they're all. You're, but they're you're like players, friends, friends. Yeah, they're all broken old men, though. That you well, and I broke now. them. <laughs> like they got no dreams left. No, I, I robbed them. I, I was like a succubus. I just like, it's like, join my band. <laughs> They're like, all right, I got nothing else going exactly. on. Exactly, nothing to lose. Uh, that is the sound every single member of Abby's band, when you speak to them, you go, hey, how you doing? They go, <laughs> they don't. They can't even cry anymore because there's no more <laughs> tears left. Exactly. They're just desiccated husks. Yeah. Well, what about you? Do you have any, like, well, especially it, since it, you're in the, the movie biz? Film, it happens so much. F- film, you really compare, they compare film to summer camp. And it really mm. is like that because you get together and you spend so much time with these people. And you're doing something that is hard but fun. Like, like making film is really hard. But if you do it right, it's also a lot of fun. And it's also really satisfying. And you kind of bring the best out of each other. And you're sort of like... Oh man, I love I really love this person. You know, you love them. Yeah. And then I remember my the first time, you know, I sort of had that experience and I was sort of like, well, yeah, we're going to be friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I I try to do a good job of staying in touch with folks and, you know, especially folks I like working with, I want I want to work with them again. You know, but like the it's amazing how like you go from seeing someone day, 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 day for an intense period of time. And then it's like, and then you really get into like an email every three to six months. Yeah. And then maybe I see you at the premiere and you're like, Oh my God, you have different color hair now. And you know, yeah. you're, you're now, you're now a neocon. Yeah. You know, that hasn't, hap- yeah, that hasn't happened me. yet. Yeah. Right. You've joined the proud boys. What exactly you're proud of. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the name proud boys. What are they proud of? I don't get it. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I think they're proud of their um, their grasp of non-reality. Like I just, yeah, right. you know, eyelashes. We're proud of our eyelashes. Yeah, yeah, at, least that'd, at least that'd be like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing to be proud of because you had nothing to do with your eyelashes, just like you have nothing to do with being white or American. Um, but like the whole Proud Boys thing. Anyway, I don't know why. Why did I go off on the Proud Boys? Because you dumb. did that film with the Proud Boys. I did, I did. I made a film with the Proud Boys, and I thought we were going to be best friends forever. Yeah, you know, and then it just fell apart. And it turned out, without my knowledge, because it was a musical, and and they were good dancers, and they were tight. They were a tight squad. Yeah. And it turns out that these guys are white supremacists. I know, it's so weird. You know, the dancing always fools you. You never think that that's I think that's their strategy is they they win you over with the dancing, and then they slip in the white supremacy. Yeah, they they dance their way into your heart, and then... Right. You know, it's hard. So basically you're saying everybody in Hollywood is fake. Everybody. Okay. Every proud, every proud boy musical star in Hollywood is fake. Is fake. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's interesting because Steve, you know, this was 1986, which was uh, quite a few many years ago. It was. Um, And Steve Martin and Martin Short are still working together. They have worked together many times and they're, you know, they're doing... The latest thing is the only murders in the building. Have you seen only murders? Oh sure, in the yeah, it's great. Yeah, I I think I love it, and I think they're great together. Yep. And Steve Martin, Steve Martin has said he's retiring with this. Really? He's, oh, he's, I didn't know. That. Yeah, he said this is sort of his. You know, he's ha- he's having such a good time, and he's work and he likes it so much that he's like, this is a good way to kind of go out. Yeah. Um, but he's with Martin Short again, and the two of them are so terrific together. 
and Chevy Chase is a um, well-known, just acerbic, yeah. difficult person to, to get along with. So you you, you know. You, it's kind of a bummer. Well, let me. It is a bummer we, because, like, oh my yeah. god, growing up with like Fletch and Caddyshack and all those movies and like Vacation, it's just like you right. know. And I don't know. I mean, I sometimes wonder if there's maybe some sort of like neurological issue going on. But he just went south in such a way yeah, that's such a bummer. I, I, um, I think he's always had a reputation for being a difficult guy. I think it's just one of those people that when you become famous especially when you become young famous young yeah it gives you the permission to be the asshole that you've always wanted to be or the wonderful person because uh martin short like the reputation again i haven't met any of them but the reputation of all of them is steve martin is nice but pretty private yeah and kind of you know but martin short is wonderful to anyone that ever meets him yeah and um chevy chase is a dick. So it's it's like you've got the three different kind of personalities in real life. I think maybe you told me this that Steve Martin just carries um, a little card that says you've met he Steve does. Martin. Yeah, because he wants to do, he wants to give someone an experience, but it's like he, it's a funny card. He says, "Hey, you've had a personal experience with Steve Martin. You found him approachable and charming. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> or like totally. whatever it is, without but having I, I think to he, give himself up." Right, because he was just so famous for any for so long, but that of course he's going to um, value his privacy. You know what? We've got a we've got a thruple here. Yeah, this is a perfect way, a perfect segue into a, into a marry fuck kill. <gasps> Good call. Um, marry fuck. Best kill. idea Steve you've ever Martin. had, like ever. <laughs> Steve Martin, mm-hmm. Martin Short, Chevy Chase. I mean. It's, this one's a, for me. It's a no brainer, but yeah. I'd like to hear what you have to say. And these are as like people, not as their characters. As, as, uh, if you want, yeah, I don't think their characters are. Yeah, excuse me, I don't think our characters are different enough. Though. Yeah. I mean, sadly, yes, I will have to kill. Or let's do per- persona. Persona. We don't know them as humans, yes. but like the sort of public persona. Yeah, but we are going to decide whether they live or die. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, this yeah, is, this do, is a binding we, game. We do we do have that power, yes. or whether we we marry them or or fuck them. Right? Yes, yes, they will be fucked. <laughs> the, someone will be fucked. <laughs> they will be fucked. All right. Well, so I'm gonna kill a Chevy Chase just because that is yes. the obvious one, and that's unfortunate no, too, because no, I definitely no had a crush on him when I was younger. You know? Yeah, like, he's so funny and yeah. like and just cool. He was so cool, yeah. fun, cool, funny. You know? But also goofy, so it wasn't like right, too right, cool, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. He 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 knew how to do it. Yeah. It was, he, yeah, I guess I'll. I guess I will marry Martin Short because mm-hmm. he seems like a good guy to be married to. Agreed. You know. Agreed. And then like Steve Martin, you know, I think you and I have talked about this. Like, I think I love him in Only Murders. Like, I've never been like a huge Steve Martin fan. I love him mm-hmm. in like interviews and stuff. I don't like love yeah. his actual work, which is weird. But I love I love his work, and I think he's you know I I am going the same thing. I'm going to marry Martin Short because I just adore Martin Short yeah. as, you, as you know everything about him. And I think, but I think Steve Martin's kind of sexy. I yeah, think I think he's, he's of, um yeah. yeah he's definitely like he's in good shape. He's yeah, yeah. he's got the, a kind of grace to him. Yeah, he plays banjo you know, the, really well. That's cool. Yeah, he does. You love banjo. I love a banjo. Nothing, Nothing, nothing gets the old motor running like a banjo. <laughs> wow. I just, then when that theme of deliverance comes on, I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my roots. <laughs> Woo! My New York City roots. So, <laughs> so speaking of music, Randy Newman uh, not only wrote the music and not only was the singing Bush, he also co-wrote the script. Yeah, which I did not with, know. With Lorne Michaels. Yes. Yeah. 
um, which it happened when Lauren Michaels, it was during the period when Lauren Michaels left uh, Saturday Night Live and it was taken over by Dick Ebersol. Right. And then he eventually came back. But one of the things he did during that break was write Three Amigos. That's a good break. Um, yeah. I mean, the movie did bad. really well. Yeah. I saw it Are in the theater. A, yeah. Oh, did you? I don't know if I saw it in the th- I must have seen it in the theater. My sister took I'm, me, which is, you know, having your sister take you rather than your parents is sort of like more cooler. memorable. Yeah, so, especially at that age. So you, yeah, yeah, like, I would have been you know, like what, like nine or ten, nine or ten. Yeah, so she would have yeah, been like yeah. twenty. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. What a great memory. Right, it's good memories. Yeah, your sister takes you to Three Amigos. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Randy Newman? I'm just i I appreciate I get I appreciate it objectively. So right. so not into it. It's so funny because that's exactly how I felt about Randy Newman for a long time. Because like I get, you know, he's he's a craftsman. Like you, you, and as a musician, you respect him. I think I, I do. Yeah. I respect yeah, yeah. him a lot. But you, but yeah, it's 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 sort of he's got his own kind of flavor that y- you either like the flavor or you don't. Yeah. Until um, my when my dad died, uh, Ad Frank. Shout out to Ad Frank. Uh, in, in a nice condolence note, sent me a link to this Randy Newman song, Old Man, which mm-hmm. is about watching your dad kind of get old and die. And it was just the most emotional oh, yeah. song. And, and like, it just wrecked me in a good way, in a grief way. It like was the, it just opened up the floodgates. So like he has this, you know, you think he's quirky, but then he has this other side that is super, super raw. And so I think it made me – I hadn't heard the song before, even though it's a relatively famous song. But he's kind of niche, you know, Randy yeah. Newman, you and, know. And he's definitely – like, I mean, I know he's got that what, that song, White People. It's, like, about racism. Like, it's he's he's tackling, like, heavy shit. Right. For me, I think it it's it's just on that border of, like, is it Broadway white people music. Is it short people? Oh, maybe short people? I don't know. Again, I don't really listen. I just know that he wrote a song about it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He did short people. Yeah, maybe as, short people. You know, but it but it was like ironic and everyone thought it was serious. Right. It was satire. Yeah. Because yeah, people yeah. don't get irony. Because people are dumb. Yeah. But it's but it's too like it's, it's too, on the Broadway. Yeah, and I just I can't hang with musicals. For the most part, I yeah. just can't. Right. Yeah. I generally feel the same way. But I, I put him in in the category of like a Paul Williams. Who's that again? Who he did a lot of the Muppet music, but he was oh, a 70s yeah, okay. songwriter that was sort of that quirky, you know, it's quirky. It's yeah. very quirky. But people who love Randy Newman are into Oh, him. those Newman heads. Those classic Newman yeah. heads. That's a, sh- that's a shout out to an yes, older Yes, it episode. is. Go back and find that one. What that's an that, Easter egg that, for What you. was that, Motown heads, I think? Motown yeah. heads, yeah. That is, that, that is back in an, on a first season episode. Yep. Look at you, Barrett. Look at me. I'm Throw- fucking killing it. Throwing Easter eggs to the people. So they decide to be, you know, they're just a couple or three actors and they decide to be heroes. Have you, what would it take for you to become a hero, Abby? What what would it take for you to step out of your normal selfishness? Some, like, somebody's got to bring me coffee first just to, like, even consider it. it. Just to consider it, you know? (laughs) Right. Okay. Uh, well, they have good coffee in Mexico, so you. you oh, that's true. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Right. They also have, you know, cocaine. I think so. That's true. Although we, we have do, cocaine here, you, so we have cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. I mean, cocaine. I have cocaine like literally right here. Uh, yeah, I know. You're 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 cutting up a line right now. Yeah. It's making me uncomfortable. It's all over my face. Yeah, <laughs> you're just you're like Al Pacino and Scarface. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm like, say hello to my little friend. Isn't that what he says? Or is that a different movie? Yes. Okay. No, you got it. I, I thought you were going to do the wrong movie. Probably. I was, ex- I was expecting you to do the wrong movie and a bad impression. You, were th- you thought <laughs> it was going to be like, hua. <laughs> yeah, right. So coffee and cocaine. And sure. what else would it take you to be a, be a hero? You know, some sort of like award afterward. Right. Uh, maybe so like ticker tape parade. Mm-hmm. So serious recognition. Yeah. And drugs is what you're saying. Yes. That is okay. how I get through my life. <laughs> just generally. I am just needy for recognition <laughs> and cocaine. What are you going to need? You know, I think that at the end of the day, like, I just, I feel like I was just, you know, let's say I had to do something physical, like fight somebody. Yeah. I just know I would lose. Yeah. So like the the idea of it's not about my willingness, my desire to help. Like my desire to help is there. But if somebody like I I consider myself a helping person. I spend a lot of time, you know, I used to work in in mental health and I I spend a lot of time helping and talking to people. But I help people's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with their safety. Right. You know, I make people feel good about the fact that they just got robbed at gunpoint be like well you know it's you know that wasn't that bad you know it wasn't that bad eh, but you turn into jay leno and yeah yeah you know when you get robbed at gunpoint you know at least you didn't get robbed at sword point that means we've been in the middle ages it means you've been a time travel oh god you ever seen that movie bill and ten is that a documentary i don't have some doritos he's the worst (laughs) and i'm the worst (laughs) for doing that impression for doing that impression well, you know, that's so funny that um, I found a quiz about heroes. Heroes. Yeah. It was about heroes, like the three amigos and like us. Like us. Exactly. It's so weird. That always works yeah. out. And like, right. you know, do you want to take this quiz or? It's, you know what? Do you it's have time the, for it? The, it's the last episode of the season. And normally I say no. So normally what happens if you haven't listened to older episodes is Abby asks me to take a quiz. Yep. I say no. We argue about it for the rest of the podcast, and I end yes. up not taking the quiz. It's a great formula. Which, yeah, which I was going to say, looking back, maybe is not the best format for a podcast. Right. But but long story short, today, this week only, for the last time this season, I will take that quiz. Okay, good, because it's a good one. I can't wait. A lot of important questions here. For sure. Question number one. Mm-hmm. If we were heroes of the people... What would we be called? This is multiple choice, okay? Great. A, the two acquaintances. <laughs> B, the tiresome twosome. Mm-hmm. C, potato and the very, very beautiful lady. <laughs> or D, Butch Cassidy and the sunscreen kid. <laughs> well, I like Butch Cassidy and the sunscreen kid. Because yeah. obviously the second one is me with my fucking big Irish pink skin. But... And I also, but I gotta say, you are nailing it with the callbacks to past episodes because you have been calling me a potato <laughs> for years now. It's it's all I and have. The, and the thing is, is that you're Irish too. Oh yeah, you, you I know, need sunscreen so, too. I know, but I'm obviously more Irish because I'm more Irish than you know yeah. everyone except the uh, Lucky Charms leprechaun. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's go with potato and the and the was it the beautiful, the very lady? very beautiful lady. Oh, the very very beautiful. Yes, lady. that would okay, be me. Let's go, let's go with that. Yeah, I figured that was you. All right. So, what sort of evil would we most likely fight? A crimes of passion, fruit, the criminal world of the black market fruit trade. Mm-hmm. B 
Coexist bumper stickers and the people who clap at sunsets. C. Evil woman, the legendary sinister lady the Electric Light Orchestra has been trying to warn us about. Or D, mm. other more successful podcasts. Which evil? Mm. Which evil are we going evil. after? Yeah. So I always thought Evil Woman was the Eagles. I thought so and too, it's, and it's not. It's ELO. Okay. Because yeah. I don't like the song, and so when I when I don't like a song, I assume it's the Eagles. Just generally, correct. Uh, witchy Woman is the Eagles. Yes. That's why. Okay. There we go. Okay. That's what the old noggin got mixed up. Yep. Um, yeah. I think we're going to have to go after uh, some other podcasts. Yeah. Um, especially ones that are like trying to help people. Like I think we should really try to take those down. Yeah. Those are just like too popular and we don't, people don't need help. People don't need help and, and we need, we need, uh, we need money. Yeah. All right, question number three. That's what happens. You defeat a podcast, you get their money. You do, yeah. It's like um, okay. it's like getting coins in Super Mario yeah. Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. C, or C, three. Like any heroes of the people, we should have a unique ride. You know, like Batman has the Batmobile. Which, three amigos have horses. That, exactly. Which would you prefer? A, a motorcycle with a sidecar. We can argue mm-hmm. later over who's going to do the sidecar. B, sure. rollerblades with jet propulsion. Mm-hmm. C, we take turns giving each other piggybacks. Mm-hmm. Or D, we take the public bus to every crime. <laughs> In costume? Yeah. Oh, yeah but I mean, it's an bus. economical way to get to... It is. Yeah, you know. exactly. You know, unfortunately, if we were in, in the uh, Boston area, we would have to rely on the MBTA. Yeah, that's going to be which tough. Which means a lot of crimes would be unsolved. Yes. It, we would be. We would get there hours late and on fire. Yeah. But yeah, a couple of heroes going in public transportation on co- in costumes. In my mind, they're superheroes. In yeah. my mind, we're superheroes. Okay. And so we have to we have to have co- very form fitting costumes. Yeah, and comfortable you're, you, in the seat yeah. area because we'll be sitting for. Yeah, but very tight. Which which because your name would be the singing bush. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and people need to like really get that effect when they see me. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Number four. What would I most likely do with any reward money? A Take it straight to the track. Mm-hmm. B, pay for facial reconstruction surgery so I can look exactly like you and then commit mm-hmm. a bunch of crimes looking exactly like you and then pay the rest of the money to get another face job to look like myself so I can then solve the crimes that you've committed and put you behind bars and all this as is revenge for that one time that you said my idea to get sponsored by my pillow was, quote, not a great fit. <laughs> or D, or C, cats. Cats, cats, cats. <laughs> I forgot what the question was. That was such a rambling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with number two, where you you uh, you get constructive surgery into my face and then back into your face. Yes, that's, that's, that is correct. Yeah, I think I think that I'm sure that is correct. And it's so well thought out that I'm actually kind of worried it's going to happen during the off season. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe stay tuned to this uh, this channel. I've been uh, moisturizing this- my face in preparation, yeah. make yeah. it more pliable. All right. So the people that you've saved have, they want to erect a statue of you, Brendan Boogie, Mm -hmm. in your honor. So which would you prefer the statue of you? A, you riding on a galloping horse, Lady Godiva style, side saddle and buck naked. Mm -hmm. B, Napoleon style. Go ahead. Sorry. Do I I get to tuck? Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. That might be more comfortable because you will be. I just. Yeah, you know. I just needed to. I just I'm trying. I need it for the visual. Yeah, of course. Sorry, I no, I understand. So, so A is li- side saddle, Lady Godiva style, in all my nude glory. Exactly. So B, you could do Napoleon style with one hand inside of your shirt, but the other hand is down your pants. Mm-hmm. 
C, emerging from a clamshell like Venus, but covered in marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. Or D, you immortalized in stone doing what you love best, which is eating a lobster dinner, side saddle, and buck naked. Mm-hmm. Nice. So my one question is, is the the sauce in the clamshell, mm-hmm. is that real sauce or is it uh, statue marble sauce like it, is it is it carved sauce or do they come and pour sauce on me every day i think you are like in stone but yeah they pour sauce on you every day oh i'm going that one okay. then because that you know what that does I'm, I'm, that makes me not only am i immortalized but i'm also a job creator that's true somebody has to come and somebody has to make the sauce and then somebody has to come pour the sauce yeah so it's really heroic of me to even it is you're a double hero all right last question you ready yes as our you know two heroes that we are what is our motto a, for truth, justice, and a whole lot of cash. B, <laughs> Wonder Twins, Activia, because probiotics are super important for gut health. <laughs> C, live free or don't. It's really none of our business. Or D, when you're here, your family, <laughs> which is our motto. I, You know, they're all good. And also Abby is like shooting her fist into the air as she's like yeah breakfast club style at the end exactly she's totally totally judd nelsoning it which is interesting because usually you judge her shit yes um i am going to go with um activia yeah you know because gut health is important you need those probiotics in there i think before each crime we just slam an activia Exactly. Yeah. Activia. We sing the song. Yes, exactly. In a really creepy voice like that. Yeah, yeah. And that is the quiz. And you pass with flying we, colors. We learned a lot. We, we learned a lot about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot about our friendship. And we learned a lot about the friendship between uh, the three amigos, or amongst the three amigos, I should say. But one question remains. Who has the better friendship, the three amigos or Abby and Brendan? When shall we find out the verdict, Abby? How about next? How about that sounds good? Bud plugs. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, this is our season finale. We're not exactly sure when we will be back in your podcast feed, but please keep us in there and refresh us and do whatever it is with the technology and the whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know a lot about technology, but we're planning on dropping surprise episodes and tidbits and whatever, so we're by no means are we going away, even though the season is over. So keep us on your pod machine. Is it a machine now that you carry around? Anyway, keep us going. We got more stuff to come, and thanks for listening. And this has been Bud Plugs. If we were superheroes, our power would be friendship, but we are not, so the jury is still out. Welcome back again to We're Too Old for This Podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am Brendan Bogey, and oh, we're yeah. writing a song that is really, really good. Uh, uh, uh. So welcome to the season finale, the season two finale of We're Too Old for This Podcast. Before we get to the verdict, uh, even though the season is ending, we want you to still uh, keep refreshing that feed, keep that podcast feed up there, because between seasons, Abby and I like to drop the occasional surprise. Uh, We like to drop, uh, we like to go into the pal bag and answer your letters, answer your emails. So if you would like to have any questions for us, we generally save them um, 
for the off season. So uh, you can hit us up at we're too old pod at gmail.com or we're too old pod at any of the social medias like um, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook and all that. So if you have questions for us or ideas, uh, we want to uh, we want to hear you. And once again, in all sincerity, we so appreciate you listening. Um, this is a little. This is, it doesn't get much smaller than this. No, it's very tiny. It it's so tiny. Podcast. It's, like it's a little so baby. Tiny. So the fact that you're spending a day, uh, spending you know, 45 minutes a week or for, to an hour a week with us. Uh, rather than someone with a professional recording studio <laughs> right. and something actually to contribute, uh, is uh, we're very honored and we're very humbled. So thank you very much. What are you, you going to do during your off season? You got I'm going to. Uh, um, what am I going to do during my off season? So uh, generally, I I I usually pick a professional sport uh, to try to uh, or an Olympic sport. You know, sure. every off season, I like to try to train for a sport and see if I can finally win a medal or a world championship of some kind. Um, So uh, this one I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be marathon pie eating. That's basically what it is. So a lot of pie eating contests are timed. They're short terms. Like they, so you eat the pie quickly, whereas marathon pie eating, it's how long can you keep eating a pie? Just one pie. Without without dying no no an incredible amount of pie okay but it's it's about pacing yourself it's about how much can you eat and for like a few days doing nothing but eating do you um i have a feeling this is not a real sport where did you find this sport well i mean it's an it's an it's an upstart sport Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it has really taken hold in the mainstream yeah okay Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm worried for you buddy i'm a little worried yeah yeah, well, I'm, I'm. Uh, this might be the last time you ever hear from me. <laughs> I feel like I know what my off-season project is. <laughs> my funeral. Um, finally. W- w- finally, yes. Do you have any plans for the off-season, Abby? I think I'm gonna like, you know, get one of those ATVs and like ride around. Really? I got some like land. Yeah, I you bought some, some property land? with our with our sponsorship money. I'm gonna just ride you some did. ATVs and. Just fucking be in nature, but also fuck it up, you know? Yeah, right. That's the thing. It's like when you're driving an ATV, you can enjoy nature while simultaneously ruining it. Yeah, it's the best. All right, so we got a verdict to do. Oh, right, right. A verdict for three amigos. We we have to figure out who has the better friendship. Lucky Day, Ned Niederlander, and Dusty Bottom of the Three Amigos, or Abby... Brendan 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 of this podcast. Oh no, he's melting. He's melting. melting. I'm melting. (laughs) What do you think? Shall I go first, or would you like to go first? You can go first. All right, I think I'll go first. Just go. You go first. Uh, I go first. I think the uh, I'm going to go ahead and say we have the better friendship than the three amigos. Um, I feel like they are. Now they're all very dumb, and I don't know that that is necessarily means they can't be good friends, but it certainly doesn't a complex you know i think one of the things that we sort of discover here is we feel like a, the complexity of a friendship play is a factor that right. plays in, into things and they seem like they're only friends because of uh they can make money as the three amigos yeah they're like work friends they're work friends i don't think they dislike each other there doesn't seem to be too much uh conflict between them but i don't know that they wouldn't each sell each other out in a heartbeat if they could be the one amigo definitely um 
quite frankly, the best friendship in this movie is El Guapo and Jefe. It really is. They have such a beautiful they, friendship. They have this nice, these nice moments. They're supportive. He got him a sweater and for his he birthday. He got him a sweater, and uh, you know, they, he got him a plethora of pinatas. Yep. And when El Guapi is doubting himself, Jefe is there to kind of talk to him about his feelings. Now, do they say some awful things about women? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, they do. They're not good but people. But again, this was 1916 and also 1986. Yeah. So either way, tough luck being a woman. Oh, yeah. But, and also 2023, apparently. But the if we if we were... In a friendship against El Guape and and Jefe, oh El Guapo and Jefe, it might be tougher. But I think we win this one with a with a we win this one in a landslide against the three amigos. What do you think, Abby Barrett? I think I'm going to do it really slowly. Um, <laughs> I totally agree with you, which is a nice way to end the season. It is a nice way to end you the know? season. Um, because we didn't yell at each other that much this time. No, we really didn't. We were very nice to each other. It was weird. I don't like it. No, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's go back to the we hate each other format. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that they are basically work friends who are thrown together. Um, they're showbiz friends. They they would sell each other out. They don't mm-hmm. really check in with anybody. It's not like they're talking about like, hey, this is crazy. Let's talk about it. Like they're just not the conversations are just like staying alive and then. Yeah, they're not too emotionally uh, yeah. intelligent or or in, actually intelligent yeah. in any way. I mean, I mean, Chevy Chase's character, Dusty Bottoms, doesn't even share his water with them. Right. Exactly. You know? I would I would share my water with you, Abby. I would probably share my water with you. You are, that, Depends I'm on how much it. I have left. I'm going to take it because that is I know that's the best I can do. Yeah, that's the nicest thing I've ever said to you. It's literally the nicest thing you've ever said. I might share some of my water yeah. if we were dying of thirst in yeah. the desert. And I have enough. Yeah, right. More than enough. Yeah. If you have like what you need plus like 20%, you might give me yeah. some. Yeah, right. a little a little sip. Gotcha, a little sip. Got you. So that's it. That's the verdict. That is the last verdict of the season. We are better friends than the three amigos. That's pretty terrific, don't you think? I think it's triple terrific. I think it is three amigorific. <laughs> wow. Three uh, I don't got I got nothing. I once again I know. I know I knew you had nothing. I'm a deer in headlights. I would be you so insisted. bad at like <laughs> at a podcast, yes, you would. I'd be so bad at a podcast that people listen to. <laughs> I know. But for the final time of the season, we have one question left to answer. What is that question, Brendan? What if we were the three amigos? Baron and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. Who are you guys? Wherever there are buddies, we will be there. And wherever there are buddy movies, we will be there. And wherever there is oppression, we will be there. Yeah, I guess. We're against oppression, in principle. Wherever there is injustice, we will be there. Well, I mean, within reason. We can't be there for every instance of injustice. Wherever liberty is threatened, you can count on us. Count on us to do what? 
We host a podcast. How are we going to restore liberty with a podcast? Whenever a small child is in danger of drowning or being mauled by some sort of escaped circus animal with a grudge against the cruelty of humanity, we will recklessly throw our bodies in harm's way to rescue said child. Abby, I feel like maybe you're making promises on my behalf that I'm not entirely comfortable with. Whenever you need a piano moved, we will be there. We have to move pianos now? You have a bad back and I have very little muscle tone. Brendan, you're not really being my amigo right now. I'm your amigo. You're not acting very amigo-like. Abby, I am your amigo. What do I need to do to prove to you that I am your amigo? Dance, Brendan, dance! (laughs) What? You've lost your mind! Real bullets! You're in so much trouble. <laughs> dance, Brendan, dance. No, Woo-hoo! stop it. Dance, dance, no, dance. No, stop shooting pew, pew, at me. Pew, 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 You're crazy. Bang. You've lost dance, it. Dance, dance, dance. You're not playing with a full deck. Do it sexier. You're, I'm not going to do it sexier. Bang, bang. Hey, buddies. If you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at weiretooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.